There we What's go. good, podcast fam? It's your boy Jason Craig, aka the friend of the neighborhood, Dreadhead, and I'm here joined by Miss Courtney Lyric and Robbie Abear. What's going on, y'all? It's going great. Going good, actually. Had a chill day. Hello, everyone. Well, y'all, we got some stuff to talk about, but before then, y'all know what we got to do. Let's go ahead and hit that intro. Love that intro. So how y'all doing, man? It's going good. I mean, I'm just chilling. I was hanging out with my brother today. Went to a, my local trading card shop, something I don't do very often, but everybody needs another hobby, you know? So did that, yeah. and, I, and I was able to watch the movie Hustle, which and I'm glad that I'm, I, enjoy, I watched it because I really enjoyed it. Can't wait to get into the reviews today. All right. Oh, no, did he know about that, or did you recommend that? I recommend it. So technically, I put y'all on the yeah. hustle. I mean, I knew it was coming. I didn't know when it was yeah, coming out. Yeah. But uh, either way, either way, I watched it. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know they got the audience doubting my uh, movie picking skills after a message from Brianna. Well, that ain't Man. my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. that rest. Jason, when he went to the editing, he probably thought thought that my rant was just crazy, just absolutely hysterical, didn't you? Man, it, both both weeks, boy, it was funny. Adam <laughs> does not like this movie. But, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's my weekend. My weekend, well, besides my AC going out, my weekend has been pretty chill. Went to see, go hang out with them dinosaurs twice yeah. in a row. Then um, saw Hustle, you know what I'm saying? I had a really great interview, which I can't wait to put up on the channel, man. Um I had an interview with Larry Hank with with Larry Hankin, man. Mm. Uh, uh, if you like, you've seen him in stuff like Breaking Bad, and um, and he was in this show Barry. I really want to find this clip that he was in because we were we were talking about this clip um, from his his scene in the show Barry, and it is hilarious. But let me see if I can find it. His name is Larry Hankin, man. No, Larry Hankin. Oh, okay. He said Hankin Man. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I see his photo. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. He's 6'4". Yeah, but he's a very tall man. He's a really cool guy. He, um, he, had, like, he, he, um, he started off as a comedian. Billy Madison. Okay. Yeah, yeah like, he started off as a, com he was telling me about the story. Like I said, y'all will check the interview when it comes out. When I, when I when I drop the interview, but he was telling us a story about his dad, how his dad wanted him to go to um to engineer to engineering design school. Mind you, he was born in like he was born in the '30s. So after college, he w was going to go to a Ford warehouse, and then he said when he changed when he changed up that he went to he went to school. Well, uh, no. He got an apartment with his friend, and he worked at a bar overnight. And um, what he did was, he said he um, dang, what, what he said he said he worked at a bar, and he started doing open mic night, open mic nights because he wanted to leave school to pursue like being a, a stand-up comedian. So when his so like when uh he when his dad found out that 
he's quit school to be a comedian. He boy, his dad was pissed, and he was pissed for all his years alive. Wow. And and then he was, and then like he had said, yeah, like even when my dad died, even when my dad died, I wasn't even in his will. Oh my goodness, really? <laughs> yeah, but Man. yeah, yeah. At first, like he said, at first I was mad, but um, then, my my bad. But then he said he went to um, he went to a therapist. And his therapist had laughed when he told him, and then like he was mad. Very said, "Why? Why is that so funny?" And he said, "Oh, you don't find it funny. Well, until you find it funny, you're gonna keep coming back to me." But <laughs> and and I was joking with him. I was like, I was joking with him, like, "Hey, man, your dad cold blooded." He basically said at the end of his will, he basically said, "Oh yeah, and to my son Larry, fuck you." <laughs> A comedian must have, his mama must have ran off with a comedian or something. He got some kind of deep-seated hatred towards him. <laughs> nah, like, his dad was just really mad that he left, um, because, you know, he grew up in the era, like, he grew up in, in the era of you're supposed to go get your nine-to-five job, whatever, right? So, like, he, um, when he finished school uh, to be an engineer design a designer, he was saying that School is really just training for you to go work at Ford in Detroit. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't want to go to Detroit, so he quit that to go pursue pursue a comedy. But his family did not like that, mainly his dad. Okay. And he said, he said that was the most big dick move my dad ever pulled. Okay. <laughs> but man, it was funny. But I really do want to show this clip because this clip he was really good in is in this clip at Stovka. Let me see if I can find it. Oh man. Let me see if I can find it. There we go. Here's the clip, y'all. Let me tell you something. You get on the 10 freeway, it's the Christopher Columbus Dreads Continental Highway. You could just drop. Um, the deuce in the chair, that's Larry right there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and become whoever you want to be. This is the country that invented Superman and the women. Oh my God, the women here at Stovka, they would love that accent of yours. If I know I, I know a couple of gals in Cleveland who would love How How old a guy are you, Stovka? 45. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I know one gal. There's nothing for me. I had a wife. A child, but to leave me, she say I'm broken. You talk of freedom? As long as I work for them, I never free. It will always be the same. My whole life, ever since a child, is dead. There is only. One. And a crazy thing, he was telling me in that scene, when you see that his lip quiver, he was explaining to me that while he was acting, like, he really wasn't acting because he basically said that the, <laughs> that the, that the accent, that the, that the accent coach didn't tell him nothing. Um, Bill Hader didn't tell him nothing. So he didn't know how to act the scene. So he legit just had to go out there and just act or pretend to act because he really, 
he said he really wasn't trained at like he didn't get the training down as an actor. So he said that in this scene, when his lips started quivering in the scene, it was really starting to get to him because he was thinking about his family when when he was doing this scene. I mean, that's what you do as an actor is that sometimes you gotta like really channel, you know, all the emotions that you're feeling based on like especially when you get into character, you gotta really you have to find something that you can relate to that you can relate to with that character. And then that's how, and sometimes like it could really, really get to you. So, you know, that's, that's the way to do it. And then hold up, try to see the was he got the rest of the scene. Way out. Yeah, I caught about half of that stove. If you could take my cell phone out of my, my pocket here, I could show you one gal. She's Cherokee. She's really wild. Let me tell you something. And what was so funny about that scene was he was explaining it to me, and he said that um, um, they had to get the smoke from the shotgun right for when he killed himself. So he said he was sitting in that position forever. Oh wow! <laughs> but man, yeah, he he was a really cool. He was a really fun guy. Real, real cool guy. It was actually a, it was a really good interview. Nice. And he man, and he and uh he also worked with uh an acting legend and Lucille Ball too. Hmm. Who played um I love who played Lucy and I love Lucy. Wow. Yeah, but, but apparently she was a huge diva. Mm. Like he said, like um he was a he played a bag boy, and then I guess he had stepped into real light on accident um during during um while they were filming the scene that after the cameras went off, she said, next time you do that, you won't ever work in this town fucking again. Wow. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, man. He, he said uh, that in, in the interview? Yeah, he was like, he was just telling me stories of his acting career and just about his family. Like, I'm gonna, probably going to put it up tomorrow or Tuesday, but it, it was actually a really good interview. Hmm. Okay. But today... But today, let's go ahead and get on with some of our reviews. Now, if y'all know me, I am not the hugest post th- uh, 30 day, um, was it per- past? I forgot that fucking animated Adam Sandler movie. 12 Crazy Nights. Yeah, 12 Crazy Nights. If y'all know me, after 12 Crazy Nights, I, I was I was done with Adam Sandler. He had some gems I liked. I liked The Longest Yard. Click was him, right? I like click. Yeah, I like click. But then, but then when we got um, <clears throat> when we got to, I, I say when we got to like the early two, like I would say two thousand eight, two thousand nine era of Adam Sandler. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done. I think Robbie's uh, drop off point for Adam Sandler comedies was that's my boy. Yeah, I'm mad that you made me watch that a second time. I saw it in theaters before and I hated it. And then you're like, Yo, Robbie, let's watch this movie. No. And then everyone just wanted to watch it. I'm like, fine. I'm like, Why are we watching this shit? I told her this movie was bad. <laughs> but, but this, but you know, in the past few years, he's put out some gems. One of my favorites was Uncut Gems. Pun intended, by the so, way. Yeah, saw so what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> but now he came out with. I won't say this is his passion project since he really loves the game of basketball. He loves sports in general. Yeah, but he's a huge fan of basketball. And uh, 
we wanted to see if he did if he did his thing. But before we go on, let's go ahead and watch the trailer for Hustle. You love this game. I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it right in our face. Look, I be riding through my old hood, but I'm in my new yes, whip. I love this game. I live this game. There's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession's going to be talent every time. You got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? Let's face it, it's you against you out there. Look at me! When you walk on that court, look at me! You have to think I am the best guy out there. So let me ask you again Do you love this game? Well, uh-huh. <clears throat> so I'm going to just go ahead and say this. I really enjoyed this movie. I really did. Now, my main gripe of this movie is the support is the supporting actor, Bo, um, Juancho Hernan Gomez, a.k.a. Bo Cruz in this movie. Uh-huh. They did their best to hide his bad acting. Oh, but when he displays his acting, it is not good. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, Adam Sandler he does a really good job. Adam Sandler is playing. I forgot his first. What was his first name? Stanley. Stanley. Uh, Stanley Sugarman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he plays an NBA scout, Stanley Sugarman, and you know he's supposed to scout players for the 76ers he goes around finds a lot of people finds a bobine who's 33 trying to lie that he's 22 right uh, I like, oh like i like the the part where uh he's like hey who is that lost my son how old is he 10 i was like what the hell <laughs> wow but, but yeah man um then you got people that are really good but are injury prone you got someone that's really good in this movie but but lacks the other intangibles and and he's played by anthony edwards number one overall pick mm-hmm. uh, but yeah man um i think i like the movie i really do like um i like it's, it's kind of it's kind of a redemption story for for um for stanley sugarman and it's really like um a grind for for Bo Cruz, like they but like the meaning of the title of this movie works perfectly movie because these put both these dudes got to hustle, they got to hustle to be the best. And I'm gonna let y'all give y'all's thoughts on it. What do you think, Courtney? You know, now that I think about it, since we're talking about it, it's giving a bit of a creed. But as much as I liked it, it didn't quite give everything that Creed gave, and it may be because of um the basketball player is not greatest acting in the world but also he wasn't i don't know um 
I just feel like the movie was good. And even if you don't like the sport of basketball, you can tell the research was done. I love, like, what got me is that LeBron James is an executive producer. And I like Adam Sandler, so I was all in. Then I saw, you know, Queen Latifah was in it, too. But um, let's say we took some of our favorites out and replaced them with no-name actors. Um, I do think I do think the basketball element still would have been there, but it just didn't give me much as much as Creed did as far as I really want to back up this main character. Like, I liked Bo and he was cool, but he just, I don't know. Well, this, I, I don't, I don't see acting. But also, I will say this. I was telling Jason this earlier. I actually like the fact that they got, like, real NBA players because that yeah. actually gave us a real feel of, like, because I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel the same if they just, if they just picked a bunch of actors to play, um, you know, to, to um, you know, to play these star players on the court, just because mm-hmm. it doesn't, it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel as, um, you know, as realistic. It's not not like um, this upcoming movie with Jamie Foxx in it, where, like I said, where Robert Downey Jr. plays a Mexican. <laughs> <Or they actually, laughs> yeah, every given Sunday, what, what movie are you talking about? It's a movie called uh, uh, All Star Weekend, but we'll talk about that later. But my, I bring that up because um, they actually have an actor playing LeBron James and an actor playing Steph Curry. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, so that's why I'm actually glad that they avoided that because it actually felt like it was a uh, like Adam Sandler was part of a real game. Even in the post credit scene, it looked like Adam Sandler was actually part of the coaching staff. You know, so I just so and I, I it was kind of fun to see the cameos like Cam. Well, Kenny Smith, it wasn't a cameo. He actually played a bigger role than I thought he would. Um, but he wasn't Kenny Smith. <laughs> yeah, but which is so funny. I actually thought that he was Kenny Smith until like. They mentioned him. Oh wait, he's actually playing somebody else. That's kind of funny. But what's, what's so ironic though is that in, you know they have like the, during the halftime shows they have this NBA um, like TNT with uh, EJ, Shaq, Charles Barkley, and Kenny Smith. And Kenny, they have them there like the, the actual people there playing themselves. But yet Kenny Smith is the one playing somebody else, a fictional character. That's what I find so funny because Kenny Smith is always on NBA uh, TV. <laughs> so. Oh, that was kind of interesting, but um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it does it did give me kind of some um Creed vibes, but I think what's the difference between this and Creed is that Creed has more has some fictional characters. Well, while in um, with Hustle, obviously, obviously Creed has a better cast. They have a stronger supporting cast like Sylvester Stallone and you know Tessa Thompson, yeah. um, Lisa Del Rey. Is, is that no? Um, um. Shoot, I feel bad. What's the act? The actress name who plays uh, um, the one who the one who uh, the one who took uh, um, Creed in in the beginning of the movie. Alicia Rashad. Yeah, I, I don't know why I got her na- name. Who did you her? Yeah, but yeah. So, so that's the that's the big difference. I mean, I thought I did think it was a little weird seeing Queen Latifah as the uh, as the wife to Adam Sandler. Told you. <laughs> That was that was I thought that was a little weird. I kind of I was okay with it after like a couple scenes. Yeah, like it, it grew on me after a few yeah, scenes. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it, it grew on me after a couple of scenes, but it just it, it from initially it just looked a little it looked a little weird. I did right. think you know Anthony Anthony Edwards. I feel is that really I think that's how he is in real life, actually. Oh yeah, that is definitely how Anthony Edwards is. <laughs> we don't yeah. know that. We don't no, know. no, I mean Anthony Edwards is pretty arrogant. I mean yeah. he's a <laughs> But I mean, he's re- he's a really good player. He plays for the with the Timberwolves. He put a lot of big he put a lot of big man on the ground this year. 
Oh, like in real life? Yeah. I'll yeah. He, and, and, and the thing about it is Anthony Edwards, uh, like, I just thought it's funny his name was Kermit in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did that on purpose. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, but uh, but um, one thing I will say, I really did um, like the chemistry between Adam Sandler and Quinn T because they 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 made it work, and I'm and yeah. Quinn T looked like she was having having fun. Him and mm-hmm. him, her and Adam Sandler, but god damn, they kept throwing that daughter under the bus. Damn, they kept roasting her ass like. <laughs> yeah. Even though when she first came on the screen, I was like, "Whose daughter is this?" Casting, but you know. It worked after a while. But uh, now what I want to talk about, uh, my main problem with this, like like I said, is uh, I don't know why they uh, chose Juancho Hernan Gomez. I, I, they could have choose anybody else, and then like I guess just me from from a basketball standpoint. No, no, but from a but that's the thing from a basketball standpoint. Like as somebody that knows the game basketball, I would like he's like six ten, six eleven, and he's he's being trained to play like a guard. <laughs> I mean, isn't uh isn't John Wall six ten or is he six? No, no, John Wall is not no John Wall is six three. Oh, I thought he was a little taller than that. No, like so, so because when I heard Hernan Gomez, like, isn't he like a power forward center? I mean, like the thing is though, like in order for him to get to the NBA, I just feel they probably have to just train him as if he could play every position. In fact, didn't they mention earlier that you know you got to be at the best at like every position in order to like get to in order to like turn scouts. Or something, something like that. I think there was a line in there earlier. Yeah, but I was just like, I was just like, damn, the game has changed. Cause I'm not seeing this man do anything as a big man. I mean, he's blocking shots. <laughs> and that was it. And I don't even, I'm not even into basketball. I was like, all he's good for is slapping shots at, at the goal. So I guess he's just gonna cheer by the goal. Well, no, he had hands and threes. Barler. He had handled. Yeah, after the training, when he called that man a giraffe on roller skates, you don't have to know the game to know he well, wasn't lying. He looked clumsy out there. Well, no, no, he wasn't as quick, and he's not. He wasn't as quick and shifty, but he was still had handles when he was playing on what's his name. Oh yeah, when he played the one dude when he he was playing Tobias Harris too. Yeah, like he was showing. Like me and Robbie watched the game, so we can see the man clearly has handles. Like, I don't know. Like every big, <laughs> every big man, even Shaq. Even Shaq can can dribble the ball. Porzingis had handles before he got hurt. We don't talk about that trash. But uh, damn, oh, damn. I thought Porzingis was pretty good. I, I guess Dallas thought different. Damn. I mean, the dude messed up his knee like twice. But even <laughs> then, but even then, contributed nothing. But well, we ain't talking about the NBA and the motherfuckers lost him twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> not twenty dollars. But. Uh, but I do like the fact they had the re- they had um all the real NBA players in there. I do think it was also like Adam Sand. I thought also thought Adam Sandler and, and once again LeBron produced this, so I felt like this was more of like a like paying tribute to the game of basketball. And I think right. that's what the post credit scenes were as well with um with Dr. J and Shaq and seeing all the cool highlights. It was cool seeing Mark Jackson Jackson um some highlights of Mark Jackson too. I was like, oh damn, he put on yeah. some weight. 
<laughs> it was definitely a, a love a love letter to the game. So and it was well written. I mean, no, did it give as much as the creed? Maybe not, but you can definitely tell the research was done. And it's kind of, I guess how Top Gun handled the Navy. I feel like this movie or the you know, was it the Navy? The yeah. piloting. Yeah. Um, I feel like this movie handled basketball like that. Like they used real players, real coaches, they did the research, you know, they real facilities. Them. So yeah, they they definitely did their work. So I'm proud of Lebron. Yeah. Like I also, um, I, I did like. I thought it was really cool that they actually used the um the real offices of the 76ers organization. Yeah. Yes. That look broom closet over there. Oh, that broom closet. <laughs> it's pretty small. Man. And then at the very end of the movie, when I saw Doc Rivers, like they about to blow a three-one lead. <laughs> yeah jordan in case you don't know that's that's literally what doc rivers is known for like he he doesn't like being criticized by it but he's the only head coach in the history of the nba to blow three three one series leads in the playoffs yeah. <laughs> i'll I be telling people he's been right he's just been riding that championship from the Celtics. i'm about to say he did get them to the uh you know get them the ring in a way well well let's call it well, let's call it what it is. He's Ray a Allen. Coach. He's a good Ray, coach, but he does throw his players under the bus. Yeah, and then Ray He's Allen, the- Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, yeah. and Kevin Garnett are the reason why they won that championship. What about Rondo? Yeah. Uh, he was good at facilitating. I, I never liked Rondo as a player. I liked him as a defensive player, but offense, he really couldn't give you much. He's really – yeah, I mean, he, he can do other stuff, though. He's like – He's like he's, he's a like prototypical a point guard. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't really need to do much offensively, but he did have a good. Didn't he win win with the Lakers a couple of years ago? Yeah, he won with the Lakers. Okay, yeah, I I, I forgot I forgot about that. He, then he tried oh. to go to the 76. I'm not saying the Clippers. The he, he went to the Hawks. But well, no, no, he, he was traded to the no, he was traded to the Hawks. Yeah, but you know, they the Hawks really didn't need him. And so they trade him to the Clippers, and the Clippers are like, yeah, we're gonna win the championship, y'all. Okay. Got and put out. Like, the Kawhi got hurt. Yeah, the Kawhi got hurt, and then. Then uh, I think they got yeah. put out. I think that was a year they got put out the second round, right? Or the, was the Eastern? Con- no, yeah, it, it was, was the second. It was the second round because round. Doc Rivers once again coaching that team. <laughs> Damn, I don't trust. I don't trust Doc Rivers anymore. I'm done with him. But basically, but, um, I do. I also, I, I kind of wanted to see more of Ben Foster as a as the owner. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, boy, they killed him off quick. When I said that, I was like, he finna, nah, it was moving too quick. The boy was getting a promotion. I'm like, he finna die. And then the next thing we know, we at the funeral. I was like, damn. I, I guess he was only available to shoot that one day. You mean Robert Duvall? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess he was only only available for one day, and they said, well, that, that that's enough. That's I mean, enough. Yeah, and also he's old. He, as you can see, he's really old now, so he doesn't have the same energy. And also, and also, it's Robert Duvall. So he's like, man, I'm Robert Duvall. I got all, I got all this money, and I got all kinds of opportunities. I don't need to do this. I only need three scenes. Yeah. And <laughs> it would have, it would have slowed the story up had he been in it like too long. He needed to die so we can get this money. Huh? And, uh, and the sad reality is, the sad reality is, you know, that's usually that's a, a lot of a lot of that stuff happens in um in professional sports when it comes to organizations. Whenever the the uh, patriarch passes, the son takes over. And not, and but the son doesn't have the same relationship with all the other with all the other um all the other uh, key people involved. That's why the Raiders were so bad for so many years. Dang. Yeah. yeah but, so that that actually that so that's realistic. That actually does happen. 
No, but I'm just saying it was like the way that it was edited. It's like we just go from two people talking to the next day <laughs> to the next day. He did. I'm like, damn. I was like, yeah, and then and then also um it was also um I also like how they convey how they conveyed that um um you know that he was actually no longer there. Like when they were in, when Adam Sandler was in the car and he leaves a message. He says, "I'm not. I'm not here. I'll." Uh, whatever he says um you've reached me i'm not i'm not here um i'm not available right now or something that kind of, that was really sad like <laughs> when um they zoomed out when he when uh, he tried to call robert duvall oh yeah yeah and i saw that i thought that was done very well boy but his son is a real dick boy he that's usually dick. how it goes <laughs> boy he a great ass so he said yeah, so I know my dad gave you a coach position, but fuck you. I, that's why I was like, why did he get something in black and white, man? Like, that word of mouth don't really do much after somebody dead. You got to get stuff in writing. Boy, that man said, yeah. Adam Sandler, fuck you. You yeah, got to miss your father's birthday again. That would be yeah, I was, yeah. Other teams, like, hotcakes. <laughs> but, the, but the sad reality of, like, scouts... It's better to try to move up in your organization because if you go somewhere else, you gotta have, you gotta do the whole thing over again. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, and it's like a, a um, what Sugarman said. He said, you know, Stanley said he said, hey, said hey. I mean, it was my dream to be like an assistant head coach. I feel like and he said that people my age at age fifty, we don't have dreams. But I mean, although I think that was just him being pessimistic because you know he was already down on his luck. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even I mean, even with the be- with the with the whole beard, you could just see that he just he was just completely worn out. I mean, with the the broken finger that he had. No, it wasn't broken finger. Remember his he, he the way he said it was he had stopped Kenny Smith from going through the windshield, but that like basically made his hand in a silly putty. Oh he, damn! He said oh, his, that was a recent injury. Yeah, no, no. I thought it was in college. No, it was in college, but it meant but like it damaged his hand. Where you so, Kenny Smith from? Huh? No, Kenny. No, he explained that they had gotten into a car accident and he had put his hand out, yeah, to make sure that Kenny Smith didn't, uh, whatever Kenny Smith's character name was, didn't hit the windshield. Are you talking about Kermit? No, no, Kenny, no Kermit. Kermit no, is no, Kenny, Kenny Smith was the bald dude. He was the friend. Oh, okay. Get me straight, because I was like, what? I thought this was a college injury, and that yeah. guy is young. Okay. Yeah. Great. So he was saying that when you put his hand out, I guess like, um, when they wrapped that tree of that. The car around the telephone pole it messed i guess he fucked up his hand really bad so he and he cost him the championship so really it was it was adam sandler also trying to after things go wrong because it's um what adam kept from kept from Bo and everybody else he had to basically he felt like he had to make things right because he still feels guilty for uh for the championship but I really did like the movie. Adam Sandler did great in this movie. And the you thing about tell- the thing about Adam Sandler is that he's actually pretty good at drama. He's really good. He's he he um he's really he's really good at the choices he makes when it comes to drama. Like when it comes to comedy, I just feel like it's just an excuse for him to just to get a bunch of craziness out of his system. <laughs> that and plus Netflix paying him all that fucking money. Get a check, you know, you don't have to think too hard about slapstick in, yeah. in people's minds, but yeah, but busted because the do over that boy said, I give no fucks. The do over, 
That was like his first and one of his first Netflix movies. He legit said, I give no fucks of the quality of this movie. Oh, was it him and David Spade? I think so, yeah. I oh, I didn't uh, watch it, but I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, it wasn't just trash on man. A yes, it, but that thing, that thing bad. And the right, <laughs> the right. I stopped after the duo. I said, I'm not watching no more Adam Sandler Netflix movies. Wow, <laughs> you ain't right. Nah, man. I told you his comedy just fall, it's falling off me. It's like he's yeah. still he's still doing that same immature slapstick comedy that he did <laughs> all those years ago. <laughs> What yeah, from like back in the 90s with Waterboy. No, like I said, I don't think he could ever duplicate the funniness of the Waterboy, me personally. No, like I said, he, like I said, people that like his stuff, I get it, but I I, I just know that it's, it's not my type of comedy. It's not for me. But yeah, man, he uh he did a really good job um in this role. One thing I had a problem with is this man is always fucking yelling. He was yeah, well, he, did, he does a great job of it. Have y'all seen Punch Drunk Love? Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> like there's a scene with Philip Seymour Hoffman where he's a, uh, you see he, you see the um, you see he called a phone sex line and he canceled his credit card so he owes them money, and so like he and his girlfriend like they got ju- jumped by Philip Seymour Hoffman and his goons and Philip Philip is is like still at his there he's hiding out at a mattress store that's I guess that's their cover or whatever and so. When they um so they caused the car accident, but then you know um Adam Sandler turns out to be more aggressive and intimidating than all of them, so he beats them to death with a baseball bat, then drives over to the mattress to the mattress, and then he he um calmly walks up to Philip Seymour often and says, "I have I've received a power that's greater than you can ever imagine, so you leave me alone, and then that's that. You understand me, and we leave each other alone." It's like okay, and then he walks away. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman comes out and he's like, hey, fuck you. And then he turns around and points to the bat. I'm like, didn't I just warn you? <laughs> <laughs> What's that voice? <laughs> that's literally how he sounds. He's like, didn't I just warn you? And he's like, oh, okay, never mind. That's that. And that was the <laughs> Right. The thing about Adam Sandler, like, in this movie, even when even when he just inside have a casual conversation, man's yelling like, why are you yelling? Well, I get it. I he's get passionate. It no, I'm talking about even at the dinner table, he was loud, like, you ain't got to be that loud, man. You ain't got to be that loud. I don't recall him yelling like when he was on the phone about the basketball stuff. So No, like, boy, he was, it, he was yelling a lot. But I've also grown to expect that from Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. He is a very loud individual. So yeah, I would definitely say it was better than uh better than I expected. Like I said before, I love a good sports movie because they very rarely hold back on the emotion. Um mm-hmm. like there's very few sports movies that I've seen that I did not enjoy. This I felt like like I said, it didn't give me creed. I don't know if that was because of the actor or you know, because he only said he only said what was on the script. So I mean the writing could have been a little stronger for him also, but maybe they didn't want to give him too much emotional stuff to do if he couldn't pull it off so i don't know you know he said i can do it he said no 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 no, no. i cannot you no. know like no just just take your ass back no 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 yeah but mm-hmm. as their friendship grew it got cute like like you said they made it work it was cute to look at after a while i was like okay they're liking each other oh no it was real fun when they were like going back and forth with each other but when they try to get emotional with them i'm like mm. <laughs> When he was like missing his daughter, I, we kind of had, as the audience had to, <laughs> had to just put the pieces together because he wasn't giving that shit. He's like a mad kid in the car <laughs> who didn't get to go to McDonald's or something. I was like, 
I'm assuming he missed his daughter, but yeah. And then, and then, uh, the daughter was even worse. Oh, she was worse. She the daughter was worse. Like at the remember at the basketball game, when like uh, he pointed at it, and she like with the straight ass face just did. Oh this. yeah, like some that was <laughs> You're next or something. Like, What's wrong with that white girl? Like, <laughs> and Kevin Smith, we were talking about this at the pool. I felt like. He was just overdoing it with the trash talk. I feel like there was no sportsmanship in that. But according to Sunday, that's part of the game. Yeah, it's it's part of the game. Maybe Robbie Street. Maybe Robbie. What do you think of that? Wait, say that again. You're saying like when you, when, when Anthony said, Edwards was trash talking. Oh, she said Kenny. That's beyond trash talk. Like he is just being downright insulting. No, that's that's literally how how uh, basketball players are. I remember when I was playing flag football. And like I used to let I used to let um, the other team get to me and shit, and it was it would really piss me off. But I got over it after a while. But that's literally how sports are, though. In a way, it kind of make it it does kind of make uh, make it more exciting because it kind of builds like rivalries and stuff. It was which is one of the reasons why like I watch the NFL more than the NBA is because I think sometimes in the NBA it's like literally just individual rivals and not like the whole team, but. Like that's that is literally how it's like. Anthony Edwards is like that in real life. <laughs> like he really is like he really is like that. Even in his interviews, he was like he, he's talking trash. I think he talked trash after they made the playoffs or whatever for the first time in eighteen years. So I mean that's nothing to really brag about. So, um, but yeah, that's 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 really that's really how it is. I mean, in fact, people talk more trash in basketball than they do in football. Hmm. Honestly. I mean, it's kind of an, it gets annoying after a while, but that's really how it is. Yeah, man. Because the thing about thing about sports, you gotta get in the other person's head by any means necessary. Yeah, true. It's, it's it's like that in sports, and and just like in rap battles, you get dirt, you get dirt on your on whoever you're going against. Throw them off. Well, that's different. Rap is a you know a rap battle is what a the- battle of words. Let your skills do the talking. Like if you're that cold, if you're the man or whatever, let the points on the board do the talking. But that's not just no. You gotta get in that person's head. You gotta. Okay, and you then gotta, they clock you in the chin, and then then what? they get they get attacked, and they get thrown out. Yeah, the that's that's how it works. Just like that's that that's how that's literally how it works. Just at the um at the uh at the is it the was it the combine or was it just a combine? Yeah, it was at the combine. Like when um they got into his head that that almost hurt it that almost hurt um Bo's draft stock because that's that, that's what these players got to go through yeah they got to because the thing about draft stock you want to try and be a lottery pick because mm-hmm. a lottery pick is where you get the get the money so Anthony Edwards he was saying shit I don't want him to get I, I don't want him to to get that lottery pick spot so I'm gonna try to sabotage him. And, and the funny thing is, in real life, Anthony Edwards was the actual number one overall pick in the draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see that he definitely has hops. So, yeah. I was like, I felt like the talent was there. We didn't, you know, and JJ pointed it out. He's like, why does he have to be the, you know, why does the darker skinned guy have to be the mean bully character? And I was like, well, you know. So would you much rather the, the white guy be the bully? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I felt like the skills were there. So why the the taunting and the? It's, but I mean, you I know, mean, it's 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 a it's a sport, man. It's trash trash talk has always been part of the game. You, yeah, Luka Doncic tra- talks trash. So remember that slow mo shot of him when he was moving his hair after he shot a three in the playoffs. Yeah, and that then the mean mug face, and then the shot when he was smiling to Jimmy Butler. 
<laughs> I'm not drinking Butler. Well, no, at all. No, he was smiling at Devin Booker when they were getting blown up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man, that's probably the game. But, like, <laughs> but because even though I move like that's probably how he is on the court. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, it was it was pretty cool to see um, all the other players play, like Tobias Harris going one-on-one with Bo. Um like I do like the I love all the sports cameos. I love seeing, hearing um Anthony, not Anthony. Uh, what's his name? Allen Iverson when he was uh talking, talking about, about practice. practice? <laughs> That's <laughs> his most famous line. <laughs> I love. I love it. Even not like you know, he, he, did a, he even did a commercial for uh for uh, Truist Park, you know, the Brave Stadium in Marietta, where he's like, "Man, we talking about parking, man. We talk about parking." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was cool to see. Uh, it, it was really cool to also see some uh, some street ball legends. We got yeah. We saw a main event. Saw the one, professor. Yeah, the professor. No hot sauce though. I wondered why there was no hot sauce. Hot sauce. I think hot sauce. He he, he just chilling. I think hot sauce is just chilling. Cause and, hot sauce was like the king of. And also, and also, plus he he uh has some bad blood between some. Some of the NBA players. <laughs> it was cool to see Trey Young. You know, Trey Young reps my my home team, so it was cool to see him get that slow reveal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he being a Hawks fan. Yeah, LeBron did his thing with the. He did his thing. I'm I'm sure he used his connect and who he is. Who wouldn't? Of course, who would not? You know. And I think it helps that he's such a. You know, I I mean, we can only go by what the media shows us, but we were actually just talking about LeBron and how I'm not big behind any basketball players but he really talks the talk and walks the walk so i i can definitely see people wanting to support a film of his and um i'm glad they they showed up and showed out and that he put the real people in it and really took the time like even though the story could have been a little bit stronger everything else was so strong that it definitely made up for that i I think they hit at the park i'm sure the men love it especially the people who are heavy into basketball so you know speaking of which have y'all seen? Have you y'all seen um High Flying Bird? No, y'all. Oh, I'm surprised, Jason. You haven't seen it. It's kind of a similar story, kind of. It's it's not as I think this one's a little better, but I would like I would like y'all to watch it just so you can compare the two because I do, it's called High Flying Bird. Now they don't have they don't um from what I know they don't have actually real basketball players in it. They actually have actors in it. They have Zazie Beats in it. Um, Steven Soderbergh directed it. And he oh. shot it. He shot it all on an iPhone. Oh, okay. Yeah, and also Bill Duke is in it too. Shout out to Bill Duke. Um, yeah. As you know, I had to give him a shout out. Um, Wait, hmm? Oh no, I I was just gonna like uh, wrap this one up. Yeah. But uh, if I had to give this a rating, it's gonna be a movie theater. To, well, no, it's gonna be a, a high, but it's gonna be a, a a very high buttery for me because, like I said. The story I I was engaged in the story. A lot of the edits were done really well with some of the training montages. Um, I did I enjoyed Kenny Smith. Like Kenny Smith was good on screen. He's funny, man. I thought yeah. he was funny. <laughs> but and I I really did enjoy the chemistry between Queen Latifah and Adam Sandler. It grew on me throughout the movie. I was really enjoying the interaction, the scenes with Bo and Stan and Stanley, like being buddy buddy with each other i was really enjoying those scenes uh the daughter adam sandler's daughter adam sandler queen daughter she did a, a good job um 
and like, I just like the all the basketball scenes in it. Like it fulfilled me seeing some some of my some uh, some players from some of my favorite teams. Even even Chris Middleton's ugly ass. Uh, man, man, man like a fish. Hey, so leave, leave Chris Middleton alone. He's nah. one. He's he is one of the <laughs> biggest reasons why. Y'all, y'all, your Milwaukee Bucks won the championship. When I'm just saying, man. I, I, ever since he's been drafted, like that man looked like a fish. Like, wow, Jason, leave him the fuck alone. You should <laughs> no. be thanking him for helping you win that championship, even though he's not on team. I'm thankful, but I, but every time I see him, I just think of a fish from Finding Nemo. But he just, Jason, I'm about to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> and but uh, yeah, man, like it, it was a real, it was real fun. Real hard with my story. So, yeah, high buttery. Can't give it a movie theater. I was about to, but then I thought about Juancho Hernan Gomez acting and said, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> I do think it was funny on the, on the bus when Adam Sandler was saying, you're the kind of guy I, I, a man with fantasy about. Fantasy oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, uh, high, very high buttery for me. What about for you, Courtney? Um... Okay, so it's buttery movie theater Dan Gorman. Yes. I would say mm, I would say you know what I think I'm gonna go with the high buttery low uh movie theater. Um the research and the time was done, you know. I hate to refer back to a message for Brianna, but um <laughs> you can tell the research, even if your story isn't as strong as it can be, if you do your research. And you put in those little details that people will notice. It it really makes up for that. And I think this movie is a fine example of that. You don't even have to be a lover of the game to see that. Man, um, LeBron and them, they really took their time and really did the work with this movie and paid a huge homage to the game. So um, could I could I have added, you know, I feel like we could have did a little bit more emotionally with the um, script. But honestly, the two, it worked out. It, it kept you engaged. You know, it's it was family friendly. You know, it didn't have to be no super deep. You know, um, it was just fun and it was family. And it really was about Stanley. And like uh, Jason said, it's definitely a redemption story of him being known as a screw up and staking literally his entire life financially on this guy. And he bet and he won. So, I mean, definitely entertaining. And I think they did a good job with that. I just, you know, originally the daughter ended up being my favorite character because she's a film student, you know. Yeah, I kind of felt that. I was like, who would the little girl? Because you ain't looking like Queen Latifah or Adam Sandler the first. Like, I get it. We want to be more inclusive, but casting, come on now. Really. But um, it, they grew on me after a while, so yeah. Okay. What about you, Adam? I mean, Adam. Oh. Robbie, what would you th- thought of it? God damn it, Jason. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a low movie theater. I'm going to say really, really low movie theater just because I probably wouldn't have seen – I may not have wanted to see this in theaters. I actually thought Netflix was the perfect uh, platform for it to be on. I did yeah. enjoy, I did enjoy this. I really enjoyed the story. Um, um, I didn't – the supporting um, characters, they, it, they weren't the strongest, mainly because um, I think – uh, because about like I think about like half of them at least were like real like real like people who play the game like NBA players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want I, I'm not gonna lie I kind of wanted to see more of Jaleel White. I thought it was weird seeing him in there for like oh like, yeah he, he wasn't there. 
Yeah, see, you forgot. Like, he was only in, like, two scenes. I kind of wanted to see more. I didn't even know what he did. He, like, he was just there. <laughs> I think he was just there in the – I guess the – in the. I don't know. I guess he's more of the promotion staff, but whatever. Um, But I enjoyed this. I really enjoyed the story. I do like the fact that they were in Spain. You know, I do like – I do like seeing – I'm a sucker for for like movies with high cinematography, like high like cinematography and color temperature. When it comes to like, like traveling to different countries, I always thought I always think it looks really cool because it kind of gives me a culture shock. Um, Queen Latifah and Adam Sandler. I at first like at first glance I didn't. It was weird seeing them as a couple, but as they but it grew on me after a while because their chemistry worked pretty well. Um, I um. I do like the fact that they used real that they used um real like actual like NBA um, NBA basketball players. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got a got an alert from the Citizen app, but um, I'm glad they used real basketball players. Um, the ending was was interesting. I thought it was interesting how he, you know how um that Adam Sandler went back to the 76ers. I guess he just wanted to be with his family, which is why he stayed in Philly. Because I thought he would actually have gone to another team, but. I would have. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, I wouldn't want to work for that. Work for that dick. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but um, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna give it um, um, a low, a very low movie theater for now. So. All right. Well, it, you know it. Right. It rhymes. It rounds out to a buttery. So that's yeah, not bad. Yeah, I was bad. gonna say that's pretty good. Everybody yeah, gave yeah. it a piece of B plus. Yeah, man. Uh, Adam Sandler, keep doing dramas. Don't do no more comedies. Don't listen to him. Some yeah, just. Don't be lazy with the comedy just because it's comedy. Right, yeah. That I agree with. That I would agree with, Courtney. Because we know you know how to do the research and shit. You did it with this movie. So put you don't have to put that much passion into it because comedy is a little bit more lax. But don't just be flat out la- like, that's my boy was lazy as fuck. And don't you ever dare put out another jacket. Jack, jacket I was gonna say, oh, you took the words out my mouth. Like, okay, 51st date, sure. Just go with it. Okay. Anger management. Anger management. I, I actually love that movie. I love anger management, but fucking that's my boy. And Jack, Jack and Jill was terrible. Like he yeah. was the worst looking woman ever, next to the Wayne's brothers. Uh, <laughs> okay, we ain't gonna get on the Wayne's brothers. But at least white girls was good. They uh, put some kind of work in it. Uh, okay, so we're gonna just go on to the next. So you really fast in here and say that Jack uh, and Jill is better than white. No, girls, they white both. Chicks. They both shitting me. Sir, go they, on now. They they they, they bullshit me. Sir. Robbie, you have to vote. You have to clear it out. Which I don't think I, I think I saw Jack. I don't remember Jack and Jill, but I saw I never saw I never even wanted to see white chicks when I saw the trailer. When I saw the trailer for that, I'm like, this looks stupid. It's a cult classic <laughs> and you never seen it. No, I never wanted to see it. It just looks oh stupid. Gosh. I think I was like 11 or 12. I'm like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, because I was in high school, so yeah, y'all. It's a cult classic. Come no, on, no, now. because the cult classic don't mean it's good. Oh, I'm saying it's Redemption now, but it's definitely better than Jack and Jill. Like, come on. Well, that I would probably agree with because I don't really remember Jack and Jill like, that well. I, I think but, I saw it once. But, but that's like saying dog shit is well worth the cat shit. It's bullshit. Wow, I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get, hey, like I said, it's your opinion. Like I said, just Wayne Brothers, that's a scary movie. I was like, I don't think y'all really that funny no more. Mm. I, Yo, I really, up to like from one uh from one um you know movie that we actually like, we go to a movie that I haven't seen, but I have no interest in watching it. Why don't we talk about Jurassic World Dominion? 
<laughs> look, look, okay. So look, man. Oh, so it's spoiler free. Nah, I honestly, don't, I honestly don't care. Right I don't watch the movie. Okay. <laughs> like here's the thing, man. See, Ryan Tomatoes, they don't apparently like I don't think they know what they're talking about. 38%. At first, it was at 71. I'm not gonna lie. That was the fastest drop ever. When I saw it was 71%. I like, oh, that's 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 still um certified fresh. And then when I actually clicked on the link, like 38%. Damn. That must, they must have voted watching the first half of the film. Then when that second and third act dropped, they was like, but like, but like whoa, whoa, I said, whoa, whoa, man, whoa. I just think, you know, first Jurassic Park, classic. Second Jurassic Park, it wasn't that strong, but it was still fun. Third had mm, third can eat a dick. I actually enjoyed the third, and I used to think that was Harry Potter, but I believe it's just the white boy that looked like him. Yes, but yeah, third can eat a dick. Jurassic World, I like you know what? This is okay. This is okay. They established the rules in this world. Second one, they just said we're gonna throw all the fucking rules out the fucking window we made for this world. I mean, it was trash. <laughs> It was trash. The yeah. second Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. Or I watched it. I, I, I didn't hate. It. I, I, Is I, it four of them? So it's four of this. Yeah, it was Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park to the. Not me of the one with Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's it's three. Oh, so just it's the, okay. Well, yeah, the one with the clown girl. Well, I'm gonna just say this. Yeah, Jurassic Fallen Kingdom Kingdom isn't good, but I I I just hate three. Like I I, I just really hate three. Are you talking about three with Harry Potter, or are we this three? No, no, I'm talking about three, like three from the original trilogy. I, and it really I, wasn't that bad. Why I, do you hate it? I so? just hated three. To be honest, none of these movies are really good compared to the first one. <laughs> none of these movies are really good. Like they just, we, they should have um, extinct had them dinosaurs extinct out of that first movie. Because even the second one, it wasn't a good movie, but it was still a fun movie. It was popular, and I remember even as a kid thinking that. Beautiful black actress. Clearly not Jeff Goldberg thought about. Okay, we'll go with it because we were just happy to see a little black on the screen. It just didn't make sense even as a kid. I was like, they brought in the redhead woman, took out the blonde haired woman. That was just Jeff's movie. Like I, was, I, I never understood the second but, one. I mean, but the movie, the second movie had awesome sound design though. Uh, the but, Lost World, Jurassic Park. No, um, no, um, Jurassic Park two. They had Jurassic, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. No, Jurassic Park. I know, it gets confusing, right? No, not the world, <laughs> not, not the Chris Pratt franchise, the Jeff Goldblum franchise. Yeah, the Lost World, that's the second one. It was the Lost World, oh, yeah, the, oh, he was confused. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? I just called Jurassic Park 2. And they didn't even bring her back, like. But, hit, like, yeah, 2, none of these movies are good, y'all, <laughs> except for the first one. None of these movies are truly good. Honestly, I didn't. Third, and I don't know why you hate it so. I do because that one scene with that fucking dinosaur that said Alan. We ain't gonna talk about that movie, but let's you talk. About Jason, I, I remember that dream sequence that you were talking about. Yes, yes. I just remember that. <laughs> yeah, after I heard that dinosaur say Alan, I said, Fuck this movie. There ain't no dinosaurs. You, yeah, no you, you go there was back. A dream where he was talking to the yeah, to the dinosaur. <laughs> yes, there was a dream, yeah, there was a dream where we talked to a dinosaur and the dinosaur said, Fucking Alan. But yeah, we ain't talking about we ain't talking about dress. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So Ron Tomatoes gave it thirty. I like thinking, man, that's a little bit too hard. It can't be worse. It can't have a worse score than than a uh, Jurassic Park three. So or the last one. Hmm. Actually, I think the last one. I think 
I think it's sitting at sitting at a forty-eight. <laughs> Which is an F. <laughs> hey, it, it's yeah. better than your Jurassic Park three. Jurassic Park three, I like. I think a thirty. Um, what's it? Thirty-eight, thirty-six. Mm-hmm. But Let's yeah, see. man. But yeah, like like I said, they. I like it can't be that bad. Not not as bad as three, cause I hate three. I'm still not sure why you hate it. So, well, I admit there was a lot of plot armor. The fact that that boy was still alive at all was so unrealistic. But at least they tried to explain it. But yeah, man, like you know, the the critics. I like it's the critics. The critics sometimes got it wrong, cause the audience is seeming like seventy nine percent as of as of yesterday. So I say, you know what? Let's go ahead and let me spend. Well, I've really seen. I really spent almost five hours with these dinosaurs. But I'll go into the story um, during the review. But before we do that, let's go ahead and uh, review Jurassic World Dominion. Thank you, Mr. Dinosaur Man. So, <laughs> with your little ass arms. I don't see how T Rex was a king anything with them baby arms. Well, you you, you see how they fuck people up now. <laughs> now, Lambert time was better than most of these Jurassic Park movies. Now, Lambert for yes, yes, I get now, that. I actually really like the Lambert for time. I just forgot how many there were. I think there were like nine of them. Anyway, yeah. about Jurassic Park, but like I'm gonna say this about about um Jurassic World Three Dominion. It had a very strong opening. It was true. Like I was like, you know what? I watched this movie and I and I went this movie giving it a, giving it a fair shot. I like, you know what? This is a very strong opening because the way that the movie starts off is it's um if you are on Facebook or whatnot, you will see this this little news channel, this news um, channel page on Facebook called Now This. And it was a now this news piece on talking about how dinosaurs are integrating into our society. And as you can see in that news clip, it is not going well at all. I think they actually made it look far more in real life. We could never coexist either. It would be like huge, like heinous martial law. Half the humans dead, military taking on the street, and the dinosaurs. It, it really made it seem like we possibly could peacefully coexist with these motherfuckers. I just don't feel like that was realistic at all. But like he said, it was fun to see, you know, just an idea of what if fucking people letting out doves and little ter- little baby pterodactyls taking eating the doves out of the air from people's weddings. Right. Little little uh, little white girls being terrorized by little velociraptor. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I would like, bro. This is actually a this is a cool concept. They're right. actually going to show, they're actually going to show how dinosaurs are integrating into our world, and then they slap me on the back of the neck. The wait, fuck wait, you thought you were thinking? Okay, because okay, they're dragging this film, but there were good aspects of it. I know what what Jason's about to bring up, but um, let's <laughs> no, like I'm saying, like I said, the movie. 
this movie is full of cool ass concepts that they just fucking leave. Because right, because even it showed how even with dinosaurs, we as humans, how we would still you know how we do endangered species. There were still there were dinosaur fights under underground. Didn't get to see clubs. those. Didn't get to see those. By the way, I was mad. We too. saw a little bit of it. No, but, um, no, we did. We just saw. It the- was just fun to think. You know what? Humans would definitely do this shit if it was re- if this was real. There would be places illegally breeding dinosaurs. We're humans. This is America. They would most definitely treat dinosaurs like shit and find a way to capitalize off of them, and they did. So I was glad that they were honest with how people would really be, even with these creatures. See, like I said, when they were showing all these cool-ass concepts, I was like, man, I can't wait to see it. Then Jurassic World grabbed me by my fucking neck and be like, nah, you go over here with Focus these. Focus on the bugs. Like, you, know? you go over here with these chihuahua-sized locusts, but I don't want to. <laughs> I want to see the raptor fight. And you know what? Jason has a great point. The the villain or the issue no. of the Hold, film could have been that. Look, let me let me talk about They had a cool concept there. Mm-hmm. They could have had it, because the way that they centered this film, first of all, that um, the team that did the trailer, they, they did a great job, because I was really They think, hit the bullshit. They I re- thought they was doing something behind the I really locusts. Th- I, was, I really thought that this movie is going to be about um, Chris Pratt getting um, Blue's baby back. I would have been cool with that, but then no. So what they did, y'all? I'm I'm I'm, I'm explaining this villain's dumb ass reasoning. So first of all, I'm tired of these movies doing these villains like they're on the spectrum because they made it seem like he like he was on he the wasn't spectrum. Well, it didn't yeah. seem like he was. No, well. he was on. He was like they did in a lot of these movies. Where they make it to where the, the villain is on the spectrum, and I don't like that because that's fucking lazy. So his idea is he and in, he injects some um dinosaur DNA dinosaur from DNA from the from the Cretaceous era, and it makes them really, really big. And so they eat up all the crops, but they don't eat up the crops of the company um that made the that engineered these locusts called biasin which honestly wasn't the worst concept but but the problem i have with this concept i poked a hole in it real quick i was thinking nigga you would kill everybody because he said well they would just eat our crops you killed the food for your crops so (laughs) you were gonna kill everybody including your dumb ass so (laughs) (laughs) so bd wong you know he came back with any kind of sense that was like this isn't gonna go how you thought. But BD Wong is a dumbass too. Because why did they even start it? Like this thing when they were sitting down and planning this, and lots of money and time went into this and resources. Nobody at that table said this could end up being um a, you know, this could be really bad as far as like thousands of millions of deaths. They just said it doesn't matter the end result. Now, honestly, I can see America doing some fucked up shit like that. I think they already kind of do that shit, but Jason was not feeling the concept at all, and I get it because it, what does it have to do with dinosaurs other than they have dinosaur no. DNA? Okay, look, the reason why I say America they would probably do something similar to this, but they wouldn't be dumb enough to kill off the crops or kill off the crops where where they where their crops have to eat from, like like the plants that you have, like the crops you have, they have to have some type of nutrients. And if you have fucking locusts kill that, then there's no point of having just only your crops because your crops are going to die. And then in turn, you're going to fucking die. But before I go on a rant about this dumb ass shit, um, 
I will say this about the movie. This movie, if you're here for dinosaur fun, it's a lot of dinosaur fun. If you're here for the for the main cast, you'll be you will be um happy. The nostalgia was there for sure. For, for one, um at first, at first, I felt like watching that the woman that played Stradler. At first, I was like, her acting's like she don't want to be here. But I get maybe it was just a bad day that day. But throughout the movie, it gets like her chemistry with Alan Grant character gets better and better. And man, that scene when they were in the tent was funny as hell because he was like, "Why are you here?" Like, yeah, this bitch for she here for me. Ain't I she? No, I think he was like, get, you know, it's been 20, 30 years. I know you're not here for tea and crumpets. Just let me know. What is it? And that's when she hits him with the news. So I'll say the news. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. One thing I did like about the movie, I liked how they actually how they actually followed through with the romance between Alan Grant and what's the name, which they both still look good. You did get a payoff for that, yeah. so that was good. Yeah, and they both still look good. Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum. Is all I gotta he say. He did look good too. That's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually aged pretty, he's actually aged pretty well. He yeah. really has. Boy yeah. had that. Boy had that shirt with with the one button on. on, on button. <laughs> that, man, hate, man. that man was feeling something. But what my favorite thing about um, Jeff Goldblum's character, he always is a reaction character because he will point out shit that we thinking like, is that a baby? <laughs> dot? Is that a baby raptor on your back? Oh yeah, I saw that. Like, like, oh, you made a promise to a dinosaur. (laughs) So basically, Jeff Goldblum is supposed to be us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was loving it because his comedic timing, his comedic timing was really good. Now let's talk about some of the other characters. I did like. I did kind of like the black chick that they had. They just gave her horrible. Everybody in the movie got horrible dialogue. Uh, I don't know. Everybody in the movie has horrible dialogue. Cause it's like nobody talks like a fucking human. Everybody's trying to be cool. Especially like, okay, I'm here for the diversity. I love the dude from Archive 81. And I absolutely love Nola Darling from She's Gotta Have It as well. But they felt so out of place and forced. Like they honestly could have just kept the OG cast and the, you know, the current um, trio from this franchise. And it would have been fine. It felt really force fed. Like we got a lot of them on screen, but they're kind of like just random black ghosts that we know nothing about. Well, no, I can't say I can't say that Like they're just guides, they're like the Negro guides, you know, who you know they what? helped a lot, but I mean, who What's are the, you, sis? Well, said I mean, Negro black ghosts. Well, the reason why I didn't have a problem with them is because they had a purpose in the story. Now, the one problem I had was Basically, the glorified cameo between the black dude from Detective Pikachu and uh, yeah, that nigga, where did he go? Like, and, like I thought I recognized they, him. They were there for yeah, one yeah. context, trying to make him sexy. They got color context. They were there for like one scene. <laughs> well, man, wow. but uh, one chick was there for one scene in the beginning, and the and the black dude was there for like two scenes. Then he was gone. And I did like uh, uh what is his name? Uh, Buff Archive, anyone? No, small, small black dude, Chris Preston. Oh, Lupin. Yeah, he. I. I'm, I'm gonna find out his name. That, Lupin. That is not his name. <laughs> that is not that. Um, Amar uh, Amar Sai. I thought I really did. I really enjoyed the scenes that he was in, and also the scenes that he was in. Let's talk about it. At one, y'all, we are at the point where Jurassic 
where the Jurassic Park franchise is is and in the Fast and Furious stage because this year is to get ridiculous. But it's still, but the ridiculousness is still fun because this movie legit turns into Jason Bourne <laughs> slash James Bond. It really should have been called Jurassic Park plot armor because it was just chock but, full of plot armor, like but, for real. I get over it because. All these movies, these people should have been dead. So everybody, everybody <laughs> has plot armor. All these movies, but I will say this: though those things were fun, but just for me, just because of how ridiculous it is, because they even steal, they still, they still Jason Bourne's window crashing scene, but instead of a human, it's a Velociraptor. That part was kind of dope though when she, when the Velociraptor choked itself around the broomstick or whatever. Oh. But- yeah, man, but like like I said, this movie has some really fun action set pieces. Like I said, I was enjoying this movie for the first half. Right, right up until that second act, I, I will say it was fun and entertaining. But when they whipped out that garbage-ass whammy, I checked out. I was like, okay, I'm done. I was riding with you, but I'm done with this shit. Like, what, what is this? Well, I wasn't really done. I, I was just like, this isn't like, this isn't as fun for me anymore. <laughs> It's you not, can say it. You no, can say no, it. No, because because even the second half, I still enjoyed the second half. It just the first half, like the first half, I was like, oh, this is going to be really strong, and then it, I don't know, really strong, but no, no, no. It yeah. start, it start, it was starting off really strong, and things that I, things that I like. Mm-hmm. But then when um we get to a certain part, well, for one, all right, let me just explain to y'all my story because the first time I seen this movie, I fell asleep because I worked a really long shift. And like it was a like an hour and a half in the movie. I think I had like thirty minutes left. So, well, I, I get to the movies thirty minutes earlier, and I see this couple, and they're all booed up and all love it. They're like, "Oh!" So then I go get my popcorn stuff. I sit down, oh, and oh. I see that they're beside me. And apparently, I don't know what happened in the time that that I got that I saw them outside before I got there thirty minutes before the movie. And the time that they sat down, but they were mad as hell at each other. I don't know what the hell happened, but they're mad as hell. So once we got to, oh, and then there was um, a, a heavy set person beside me. Smelled bad. Oh my god! But so I fall asleep around the time when everybody gets separated at um, in the movie. Then I get woken back up because I, I hear some moaning. What the fuck is that? Like that woke me up out my sleep. Then I heard some giggling. I said, I know no dinosaurs giggling in this movie. Then I look, I look beside me and I see this blanket moving up and down. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are finger banging in this movie theater. Mind your business, bro. But no, but no, I mean he was right next to him. Yeah, yeah, like just being all loud, giggling, moaning. And then had the nerve to look at me crazy when I coughed. I said, "Bitch, you out here finger popping assholes? You mad at me?" <laughs> wow, we're just assuming it was you don't want to say asshole because you don't know. And then this this big motherfucker beside me, old dirty bass. Oh, um, what what's his name from um uh, from Austin Powers? It's the fat bass. Yeah. <laughs> Get in my belly. So this big person trying to like first of all trying to get out her seat. She like moving me and she trying to get out her seat. Then when she when she walks past me, I just hear a I'm like, what the fuck was that? Then 
Then seconds later, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker farted on my popcorn. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe you had on your cloak of invisibility because it was like, like, you wasn't. Man, I was like, <laughs> man, this is some bullshit. I got I got a porno beside me, and I got a bitch farting on my popcorn. But let me continue to watch these dinosaurs. And <laughs> now, one dinosaur in this movie, I love. I'm gonna call him the ass, the ass, the asshole because are you talking with the long name? Yes. The so, so yes. there's this dinosaur. There's this dinosaur that like it's is blind. Like it, it was actually a pretty cool scene. Is it really blind? Yeah, it, it's really blind. Like that's why he couldn't. Like when she was in the um like uh, ejection seat, it couldn't see her. It, it was only going by sound. That's why. So oh, this guy just around motherfucking uh a quiet place. So <laughs> a, a silent place. What's a quiet place. A quiet so place, yeah. so this dinosaur hears this bam um hears Bambi drinking water, and then I guess it's very sensitive to sound, and. I'm like, oh shit! It smelled it at first. Like, oh, it's about to eat it. It with these long ass Freddy Krueger or Edward Scissorhands nails, it slaps the fuck out of this deer. Yeah, I noticed the other dinosaurs kept coming over to it. I was like, mm, I thought it was dead. I don't know. But, but so yeah, slapped the like. Why the fuck? Can we did... find out what's the real name of that dinosaur? Like, well, I, for me, it's the slap of bitches. Um, it probably has a long ass name. To be honest. Cause baby, it had that full uh, Lee press on set and was doing damage out there. Just Boy, and it. I'm talking about like at first, like oh, it's, it's a carnivore, y'all. This thing eats fucking plants, so it was just an asshole for no Dang. reason. I guess it, sometimes you gotta let a nigga know, like just because I don't eat no meat around this bitch, don't mean I'm a bitch, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was. <laughs> but man, that oh. was that shit was funny as hell. But yeah, um, the stuff with Chris Pratt. And the and the girl, it was it was like the black chick. It was fun until they until she started speaking that stupid ass dialogue. <laughs> Cause they just all of her dialogue, a lot of these character dialogue, it just it gave me nineteen seventies. It was like she might as well say jive no, at any moment. No, it didn't give me nineteen seventies. No, was, no, it, it didn't give me nineteen seventies. It gave me it gave me a white person trying to act black. Right, it gave seventies <laughs> mixed with nineties. White I don't players. know where don't you know. Get, just, where you get seventies from. I just, I just thought she was, was gonna say job turkey at any no, moment. I was, I was saying, no, it, it 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 was modern slang, but it just didn't was sound. It like... Yes, yes, yes. It was modern slang, but it was just it was just actually like it was I already exit. did not want to see this movie. Now I really don't want to see it the way y'all are explaining it. Okay, and we might not be doing a good no, job. Like no, no, but no. I, I mean, we could have like, been worked with, but she was so no. Like I said. This movie, it's like it's a fun movie. Like, like I said, I do like a lot of things movie, but the things that I do not like, I downright hate. Because let me tell y'all, everybody in this movie should be running around with fucking stubs or nubs for hands. Because I okay, in the first movie, that's why I like the first movie because they established the rule that um Chris Pratt trained these dinosaurs. From when they were babies, so that's why he's able to control them with the hand. But now everybody, everybody in this franchise using the fucking hand to every kind of dinosaur, every, not even just raptors. To every dinosaur, like two little two T Rexes, Chris Pratt, like no, hey, 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 hey. 
So what I was telling Jason is maybe that is a rule that he picked up from training. Just this is how you get the dinosaurs to calm down is to put your hand up to let them know you mean no, peace. I don't know. No, no, I can't give him that because he because he even said in the first movie, they even asked him, how are you able to do that? He said, I built a rapport with these dinosaurs over the years that they were born. Yeah. But when you just meet a T-Rex for the first time, it's like that T-Rex said, nah, man. He got that hand up, man. We can't, we, right. we, we, we can't eat him, man. We don't want no problem. Oh, he comes in peace. He put up the now, right hand. It, it like it like Chris Pratt. It's like everybody's hand in this movie is a fucking Glock. Like, <laughs> back the fuck up. Got the hand of peace. Like, I'm like, bro. Oh I'm God. like, this man, everybody should be walking around with nubs. Like, I didn't like that they tried to, it, with this whole franchise, they made Chris. Almost like a superhuman. Like, I'm like, this isn't Marvel, you know. Alan Grant was not just some indestructible badass. He was kind of like Indiana Jones, even with the hat, but he was still very human. But Chris Alan, Pratt is just rolling at plot armor. They but Alan Grant, like but, but Alan Grant isn't as sexy as Chris Pratt. That's why. I never bought any of that I trained raptor bullshit. I was like, what? Well, first of all, you would have had your ass eaten up like anybody else. Well, well, no, because like I said, in that first movie, that makes sense because it's still like you can train something as a baby. Like there are people that's domesticated wild animals. Like him? Like like tigers have been domesticated. Tigers have been, like there have been so many, like gorillas have been domesticated. And gorillas are the most fierce things on the planet. I get it, but I, they make him too strong like i'm like this isn't marvel you know he can be just a regular guy but if that was the case everybody would get fucking eat eight in this movie in the first five minutes right. which which I'm at. now one thing i do like i do there's this one part of the movie where i like yes thank you because you were fucking asshole and you stupid you deserve what you got when during the james bond like scene somebody for whatever reason is riding a fucking scooter when there's a t-rex prancing around Damn. And y'all already know what happened to him. He got fucking eight because he a dumbass. <laughs> wow. So a man can't afford a, a car and needs economic hardships. And he deserves to be eaten by a T-Rex? Yes, if you're on a fucking scooter with no protection. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, man, like the <laughs> like the whole locust thing, it, it just... First of all, this movie is not even about dinosaurs. It's about, it's about locusts with dinosaur DNA. Right, prehistoric locusts. <laughs> and the, and the plot itself is stupid. But like I said, I was still having a lot, a lot of fun with, with the with the cast. I still don't buy Chris Pratt and what's your name as a couple. I I didn't. Not, yeah, I didn't. Um, I I never bought their their chemistry, like bought their relationship. It's her. I, I it's something about her that always comes off as. It's both of these films. This is plasticky. I don't know. No, nah, it is both. Like both of them can't make it work. Ooh, and that little girl. Who I wanted, I wanted her to throw her to the T Rex. Oh, the, the clone baby. She's, yeah. she's fucking annoying as hell. Not the smartest for a clone. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> what? What? Just because you're cloned on me, you're smart. Saying, if you're gonna be cloned from a rocket science mama, what happened there? But you're a clone. You're not the original, so you're not gonna be as smart. Uh, but I guess so. The clone, the whole when they introduced cloning, it just got ridiculous for me. That's when I was done. Hold up. Park. Uh, hold on, y'all. Stop the stop the press. So, in a movie about don't in, even go there. In a <laughs> movie about dinosaurs living in the human world, and that and dinosaurs are basically jumping like James Bond and Jason Bourne. You stopped it 
and oh, and Papa Chihuahua, Chihuahua size locust. You stopped there. Oh, it's a clone in the X Men. You stopped there. I didn't care for the locust, but I was willing to ride with it because, but, like you said, it was still kind of fun, and we were getting the, the nostalgia from the original cast. So I was willing to go with it. But when the woman popped up and was pregnant by her damn self, and it was the clone girl. I was done. But, I was like, y'all have run out of shit to write about. It is just getting, but, it's just getting stupid. The reason why it didn't bother me that much because for one, there's there's things far worse than there's things that's executed more poorly in this movie. They gave an explanation and it so, was a boo boo explanation. No, no, it, it the the explanation made sense because they established that how blue gave birth to herself. Okay, blue, it makes sense. We mixed her DNA with the lizard's DNA. That woman's DNA wasn't mixed with no lizard's yes, DNA. Yes, no, it was it was mixed with it was mixed just like blues. That's why they made that's why it makes it. I was I seen I've been with these dinosaurs for three almost four fucking hours. So this I white see, woman ain't no damn so, dinosaur. But she's infused with dinosaur DNA. She even said Wait, what? Is, you do you see? Do you see how ridiculous this is? So at this point, I'm checked out. I'm like, you checked. Out. First of all, this shit would not be possible. Everybody would fucking die. Right? We get it. We know Jurassic Park. No, I, no, be. I'm getting frustrated because every somebody says that you stop at that single part, but the part where a park with dinosaurs. Oh, I'm 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 here for the dinosaurs. And they get, like Jurassic Park one really gave a fine explanation of how they came. It's to a make ridiculous. Dinosaurs. It's a ridiculous explanation. Just like this, it's all ridiculous. No, this is just no, dumb. no, like, no. It's. No, they're both dumb. You want to know why both dumb? Because dinosaurs will never fucking happen again. But the reason why it worked in the first one, it's a dumb explanation, but they executed better. Same thing. Dumb explanation, just executed poorly. But oh, okay. Well, let's go with that. It was a dumb explanation that was executed a little. That word there, poorly. And honestly, when they popped up and said she was a clone in that last movie, that's when I was done. I was like, oh, really? So the granddad is just the clone is... Oh, okay, but uh, but a dream sequence with a talking dinosaur. I don't remember that <laughs> shit. I really don't. But we had it on tape and everything. Like, I don't remember that. You, you must have fast forwarded past that part. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, this franchise—it's always like it. Like I said, after the first movie, it's not been good. It's time to be done with it. We got our nostalgia. no. It's not going to be done with. We got it. our nostalgia bring back of the OG cast mixed with the new cast mixed with two random Negro spiritual guides. It's time to be done with you it. You know it's not going to be done. This franchise makes too much money for it to be done. It's done. Matter of fact, let's look at the box office. Because you know that they don't go by if the by reviews. They go by if people seeing these movies. Let me see. Box. That's why Scott Pilgrim versus the World doesn't have a um a sequel. And that that was a great movie. Let's see. Movies that deserve to get their sequels. I am number four. Spot the Amazing Spider-Man two. No. <laughs> anyway, no. the Amazing Spider-Man two, no. the Golden Compass. This does not need another sequel. It does not need another sequel. Give us I am number four part two. <laughs> the Power of Six, I think, is what it was going to be called. And it I was ready for it. And for some reason, even though it did pretty well at the box office, it just didn't. Well, but no, you want to give us some more clone humans so, and dinosaurs? I am good. Did it really? Hold on. How much did I am number four make? I'm trying to go to the... God damn it. Where is the page? Oh, here it is. Okay. 
not it doing actually did do well. It it made it it cost fifty million to make, but it made one fifty. I guess they I guess they said no. Nah, this movie was so bad that they just did not want to. I don't I know. Have it to was, read the, reason, also, but the movie was good, so I mean, it was yeah, it was it was cool. I didn't. I remember I saw it with my dad. This was in twenty eleven. Yeah, I saw even it Jumper. Like, give us a sequel to that. Let me guess. You don't like Jumper either. I haven't seen Jumper forever. Oh, that I can see with Hayden Christensen and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Oh it's God. Okay. It's okay. Well, well, I can see why I'm number four didn't get didn't get a, a sequel, because it was a it was a critic and a and a and a commercial. It wasn't. It was critically panned and um fanned by the fans. What? Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Fifty seven percent of the fans <laughs> did not like it. Why? I but, and then well, Jumper. Sorry. Let's see. Okay, okay. Well, okay, what was the one with um with Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning? That one was okay. Well, hold up before I go on jumper. Damn 15 by the critics. 44% <laughs> from the audience. Look, I'm just saying 15%. God damn. Yeah, what was the one with uh Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning? I don't remember. Um, he was a seer, and he. But oh, isn't that that drama? Isn't it a drama where? Hold on, let me look at. I'm thinking of something else. He could uh, control. He was a telepath. He he could move stuff with his mind, and she was a seer. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, push! Dang, yeah, 20, push was 20, okay too. Twenty four percent. What the fuck is wrong with the American public? Twenty four percent off from the audience. <laughs> I give so, up on you, American public. Y'all want to, y'all want Fast and the Furious 18 and Jurassic Park 25. Like people try to y'all new stuff. Also, it didn't do well at the box office either. Push, it cost 38 million to make, but it made only 48 million at the box <laughs> office. That's not good. That's not good at all. But I'm gonna just say this. Like at this point, <laughs> at, <laughs> at this point, the Fast and Furious franchise, the, the Jurassic World franchise, they're going to cross over eventually. <laughs> Stupid ass franchises. Well, I don't, hey, like I said, I, we're I'm just waiting for Ben Diesel to be riding a uh, riding a T Rex. Say, family, family, we we are <laughs> big Dino Bro, bro. But <laughs> but but see, the thing, why, reason why I'm like I've always I've always liked and respected the Fast Furious franchise. For one, people say, well, what about all the racing? Like I'm saying right now, damn. Somebody put in the comments, push was trash. It's <laughs> Captain America, though. Like, had he done Captain America first, I think it would have got more respect. I don't know who said that, but damn. Well, he knew the name of it. We had to Google it and shit. But, oh, my God. But, like, the thing about, like, Fast Furious that I respect, they knew, they evolved because they knew they could only race for so long. Because, like I said, everybody said, why don't we get more racing movies? Need for Speed came out and said, and I said, that's fucking why. That shit was horrible. Damn. It had no story. It really did not have a plot whatsoever. It was just racing cars. Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, you can't do sports, no kind of sports, with no, without a storyline. You've got to have a storyline. And Jurassic, Jurassic Parks is running thin. Now that we're cloning people and we got asexual women, like, it's time to wrap it up. I mean, it's time to wrap it up. I mean, like I said, like I said, this, like I said, it's not the worst movie, but like, like I said, I compare the, the like this is basically get on the Fast and Furious level of ridiculousness. Only not thing, quite. No. If I had to say which one was better of the last of both franchises, I'm gonna go with Jurassic Park. Well, I, them niggas is in space. But like, that's come the thing. On. 
But see, the, the reason why the reason why I enjoyed um Fast Nine is because you enjoyed it. Yes, I enjoyed it because it's a fun movie. Like it knows what it it knows what it is. It knows it's ridiculous. It was poking fun at itself in the fucking movie. <laughs> like like it was like, but it knows what it is. That's why I respect it. And for one, this is the one franchise with the with with uh with colored people, with with colored people, black people, it's a billion dollar franchise. No, you didn't say colored people, man. The the storyline ain't got to be weak just to color folks in it. No, no, <laughs> the story's ridiculous. But this is a popcorn movie. It is a it is a popcorn movie. If you come here expecting first, about the people all the time after the first Fast and Furious, fast people talk about Too Fast Too Furious. That shit sucked. That shit sucked. Tokyo Drift wasn't that good. Four was. Uh, I, I, I think you're being a little too nice to Tokyo Drift, Jason. That was trash. Tokyo Drift was okay. You know, I, I don't know. know. Country boy no, Tokyo oh, Drift. Hell no. Oh, hell <laughs> no. Drift. Yeah, almost ruined the franchise. That's why they went back to Ben Diesel and Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, Tokyo Drift trash. Uh, four. It, it was just boring. Fast and Furious 4 was bad. Yeah, is that the one where she lost her memory? Yeah, no, 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 that, that was, was uh, fast five. Not when they were fast going after five, get, fast five is when it starts to get really good. Yeah, like fast five. I really enjoyed fast five when they when they brought in the rock, even though, and it was kind of funny how him, the rock, and Vin Diesel were really beefing on set. Wow, I know that, but oh, yeah, like the rock can't stand Vin Diesel. Oh, oh what's that see, and then somebody said, I don't know, damn, I don't know why I done something behind it. The woman just implanted the child in her womb because mammalian clones need a living womb. She wasn't asexual. Okay, see? But why? Why are you doing this, sis? Why are you making a child of your own? Because why do scientists do other? Why do scientists do things? It ain't right, though. But why, maybe she wanted to bear a child. She just didn't want to take deal care of it or deal with the man. Hey guys, hey guys, so yeah, so I got to pick up my mom from the airport in about like 30, 35 minutes. Okay, so we're going to wrap this one up. Yeah. Just with the news. So my rating for this, okay, look, it's not the worst. Like I said, Dredge Part 3 is still the worst for me. Oh, my goodness. But I'm going I'm to give this a low, a very, very low store bought. You, you, if you get this from the bargain bin, you'll you'll have like it's fun for a family movie night. If you get this from like from like the Walmart dollar bin, because these characters they are they the dialogue just suck. They had cool concepts, but you don't get to see the cool concepts actually happen. They tease you with a lot of stuff. The story is stupid, but but it has a lot of fun set pieces with dinosaurs a lot of creative ideas but they just executed poorly i did enjoy seeing the main cast i did like the way some of the dinosaurs look some of the sound some of the sound on it was was good something fell off sometimes but other than that low very low store bought for me okay so it's uh fuck you salty uh store-bought buttery movie theater gourmet you know, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna agree with the store bought because the nostalgia was there. Um, we got to see our favorite trio, and they got a lot of screen time, which I thought they were not going to get, but they got their own storyline. Storyline. They got a lot of screen time, and we finally got a payoff for that budding romance that's thirty years in the making. Um, even the new gang, they had a storyline as a family trying to get their clone daughter back. You know, even Blue had her little. You know, bring my family back. But then you had the locust and. 
the, the the Negro spiritual guides and you know it was a lot it was a lot going on um, and then oh yeah the dinosaurs so I have to agree with Jason the dinosaurs really did take a back seat in their own film <laughs> but um, for me it was entertaining enough yeah it was entertaining um, I stuck with it like I said until the woman stood up and was like oh I had my own baby of myself I was kind of done with it then. Um, you know, I do like that the villain, his death paid homage to the original film. Um, he even had the little can, the canister that the big fat guy had when he got, um, what is that? Well, we don't know the name of the dinosaur, oh. but it spits out oil. And he was pretty much killed by a trio of those sort of dinosaurs. Same as that guy. So I do like that they put that Easter egg in there for the fans of the franchise. But other than that, it was so much plot armor. It was so many people that should have been dead, 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 dead that magically lived and it was just like all right you know and we get it but so it, it was okay it was entertaining enough but is this something i would watch like every month for kicks no you know it was just good to see the trio back again to be honest they they did great but yeah well i would say they did great because even then at some point i was like okay a lot of this dialogue and what y'all doing is stupid but yeah, man, that, that that was it. Uh let's go ahead and drop a drop a nuke on these dinosaurs. Uh but speaking of uh things dropping, so if y'all uh the okay, we did this person got it. It's a Dilophosaurus. I probably spelled I probably said that all wrong, but Dilophosaurus. Lophosaurus. Thank, oh, thank you. you. Yeah, we thank you yeah. for that. I like that little piece that they put in, like, hey, we didn't forget, you know, y'all want the nostalgia. Here's an homage to the original that started this show, and boom, you know. But, so. but speaking of things that I thought were forgotten, uh, if y'all been paying attention to social media, Morbius got back into the in the public eye over I think two weeks ago with the whole it's Morbin time. What me? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like there was a meme for him, like it's morbid time. I didn't catch that, yeah. but yeah. I watched it for, I watched that movie for the first time like three or four weeks ago, and man, it was bad. But was it as bad as everyone's saying it is? Uh, it, it's pretty close. I mean, like the editing was trash. Like the editing was really, really bad. What is that? I, I like the fight thing. And then, but no, the thing, like, like literally the beginning, like. Like it, it seemed like the beginning. It just felt all. It was just. It was so. I thought things were just really out of place. I mean, how are you gonna jump to like him getting his get uh, getting like, you know, getting his powers in the beginning? Why didn't they just like do like a um? It 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 was. It, I like the idea of how it kind of cut back to like a flashback of him. You know, like in Iron Man when he was in the desert. And then it cut to him like what led to him um inheriting the company. I thought that's the route they were gonna go, but then they just kept on. But then they just kept on moving. Like going forward and forward or whatever, and it was just it was all non-linear and all over the place. And then but, like, but like well, I said, yeah, like 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 about Morbius. Like for me, I it's not it's it's not a good movie at all. But I didn't think it was as if as bad bad as the reviews. It was just boring. It was just really boring. But that morbid time meme went now. I'm glad I see that shit. And what's so what, what I think was so funny about this whole <laughs> about this whole thing is that like Tyrese, he got tricked on Twitter because he thought that Martin Scorsese. 
he is anything. Yeah, like he like so so somebody trolled him on Twitter and made a fake Martin Scorsese account and say, Wow, man, Morbius is great, man. It it really changed how I thought about superhero films. This is the best superhero films, even now I can't do this. And poor Tyrese. Tyrese had texted, had um tweeted back. Oh, thanks, King man. Come from the King Kings. I really appreciate it. Wow. And and then that's really messed up. Another crying meme going around. And and then I guess like that's really messed up. And then like I guess when like Tyrese found out that it wasn't Martin Scorsese that everybody hated, I guess this was his reaction. What more do you want? But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, like this uh for whatever reason, Sony had the bright idea to put this back out in theaters. Wow, I do not, I do not know why. <laughs> I do not know why. And this is the move the first movie in history. It made like what uh eight thousand five hundred dollars. Yes. Like, it did not do well. God, damn, eighty thousand? No, eight thousand. <laughs> No, oh, 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 I thought this. Oh, uh, oh my goodness, and it wasn't a meal for sure. But so, this go round, this is the second go round. So, this is the only movie to ever flop twice. You are such a <laughs> hater. Oh my god, it <laughs> was not that bad. Yes, it was, man. Yeah, it was bad. Bad. We only got like two of them. Well. <laughs> Well, look on the bright side. God damn, sixteen percent. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because also, yeah. uh, also they did some false advertising with um with uh Adrian Toomes. Like I saw the post credit scene, and like he didn't even talk. Did he didn't even even uh, talk to um um to Morbius at all? Yeah, no, he did. But well, it don't, don't make remember. no fuck, it don't make no fucking sense. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, man, like this, I just wanted to talk about it because that was I just thought that was hilarious. You just the glory in somebody failing. That ain't right. Man, no, nah, that's Jason. It said, like, hold on, maybe, maybe I'm getting this wrong. Let me make let me make this uh it was somewhat I guess it was somewhat successful at the box office. Hold on a second. I want to sure. part two, mind you. Why I don't know. Laughing? I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Okay, so um I think it barely made it. Wait, did it double its budget? It's worldwide. It made one hundred and sixty-three million dollars. Um, what was the what, make, what was the budget though? I don't want to try. I don't want to use Wikipedia, but I think um, like a, can't be more than twenty mil. No, 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 no it was more than that. I think like okay. it cost seventy-five mil, million. Oh, 75 million bucks. So give him his props. I'm not giving now that movie trash. I'm I'm well, sorry. Got a part two, so just be ready to go see trash part two. And watch, watch. Every now and then, a sequel comes out that redeems the first one. I'm just saying. It is Sony. Fuck no. Uh, you don't know. You don't know. It, I, I Sony has a bad track record. See, what, what they're gonna do is give the people what they want. They people be- came to Morbius for for the cameo. No, nobody they did. They no. did. Well, they fucking retarded. Sir, everybody expected a cameo, especially after No Way Home. And so we didn't give them that this go round. We're going to give them what they want. I'm telling you, we're going to get a badass cameo in that second one. They, uh, no. Probably Garfield. No, hey, they better they ben not do that because they don't even know what Strudman is, is in this. Fu- well, we're going to find out in part two. No. Well, that's no. another thing. Sony and Marvel Studio, well, may, 
Sony Marvel Studios, I don't think they really know what, what to do with the like Venom and Morbius because I know they're supposed to be Spider-Man villains. I do want them to fight Spider-Man and stuff. I think it would be cool, but it's like they don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, I mean, like even in in a in No Way Home, when with the post credit scene where Venom was was there and he didn't know what the hell was going on, then they just he just basically just disappeared and went to another universe. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then they talk, and, and then they're talking about Sam Raimi. It might be in talk to do another Toby. He he wants to do another Toby Maguire Sam Raimi uh, Spider Man movie. But when I read the premise, it's like Mary Jane and and him are trying to raise a child while something chaotic is going on. I don't want to fucking see old man Peter. I I'm don't, fine with that. No, I don't want no because that's not a fucking superhero movie. It Sony, is. no Sony, don't you dare do this shit. I don't know who the wait fuck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not, no. not you doing ageism when no. half of the Avengers are over no. forty. No, I'm talking about. I don't want to see this motherfucker be a dad. I want to see I want to see this motherfucker fight villains. Bring I want on. Bring it on. Don't no, 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 because if it's done right, it can be where it can. Be when the last time they did something right. They, they, did you not enjoy Doctor Strange? Wasn't that him? That's not that's Sony. Not Sony. <laughs> it was, it was Sam no, it. I like Sam Raimi, but I don't trust Sony. Okay, well, Sam Raimi has say so in it, which I'm sure he does. You might be surprised. No, Let, let's see him as a grown. No. We're enough of Peter no. as a fucking teenager. No. How many times do we have to see Uncle Ben die? And uh, let's see him grown up. No, I'm with it. No, I don't want to see him see him grown up because it's going not going to focus on Peter. The way it's going to focus on him. Growing up with big family, and then his daughter, who I don't already care about in the fucking comics. So why the fuck would I want to see her stupid ass on the screen? Look, when Iron Man became a dad, we loved it. Give Speeder a give Speeder. Yeah, but Tony Stark is a grown man. Yeah, give him a shot. We have seen Uncle Ben die, him get bullied in high school since we were children. You know what? Or let's see him grow up. You know what? Let's just do this. We already have a fucking Spider Man. Y'all already got two more two more trilogy platform. Focus on that, Sony. You're not going to get a fucking Spider Man. He wants a break. No, get that boy. That is true. Tom Holland did say he wanted a break. But y'all gonna run, Toby? Uh... No. Yeah, guys. Sorry. Apologies. We had some technical difficulties. Turn my but, camera off. But yeah, I just want to say this, man. Stop, Sony. Either stop trying to push this universe, or, or get a concrete plan. But that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got. We say. all know. It, it that's why I'm, I'm now I'm now hesitant about the Craven the Hunter movie that's coming out because Craven, Craven the Hunter is one of the best characters in Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. But yeah, man, I'm here for the Spider-Man four, and I promise you, it will do well in the box office, whether it's trash or not. Well, like I said, it, no matter what Sony does, I'm going to have to fucking see it. My my new slogan should be. I'll waste my money and time so y'all don't have to. <laughs> but it could be done with. Uh-huh. Like, you're so against seeing him as an adult. I think we deserve that. We grew up with him. Let's see it. But just let it be done well. Or just let... He already heard his back on the Spider-Man. Say, let him and his back rest. But you want to run the little baby Spider-Man ragged and get no. 18 films out of that, him? He's already, that's his, he already signed on for the film. Well, he got a boo now and he want to settle down and be with and his Marvel, fine Amazon girlfriend. And Marvel is giving him the time they've already said they're going they're going to give him time to to be with Zendaya but uh we're going to try to speak through some of this now let's talk about some of these trailers that dropped uh let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh no it dropped a trailer I still don't know what the fuck this shit about but let's right. let's go ahead and watch this trailer I'm excited 
What if I told you that today you'll leave here different? Fox. Fox. I'm talking to you. Bro, what'd you see? Something about the clouds. That's big. How big? Big. You think whatever killed Pops is out there? Right here, you are going to witness an absolute spectacle. So what happens next? You ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Here we go. I'm talking rich and famous for life. There's plenty of videos for flying shit online. Ain't nobody gonna get what we gonna get. What we gonna get? The money shot. What's up? Undeniable proof of aliens on camera. The Oprah shot. You guys gonna tell me what's going on? Hell no. no. Was that what's his name from from uh, Euphoria? Euphoria, yes. Okay. The man said he gotta eat, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh shit. Yes, I'm now here, and you're the only person in the world that can get it on film. That cloud, they moved an inch. It's aliens. They're just waiting for the perfect time to shove metal probes up our asses. I'll be rooting for you. I think we pissed them off. Yeah, they repainted your house. They're gonna come back. You ready? We got some work to do. Not it. Nope. I'll get him out. I'll get the shot. Let's go, baby! Let's go! Alright, we're not going to play anymore because it's... It, I'm going to just say this, man. Uh, okay. I'm going to just say this. From what yeah. I... I don't know what is going on. This one gave us a little bit more than the last trailer. But not, but not fucking much. But I see he's at the point in his career where he's getting his Beyonce on. Like, he's famous enough where he don't got to make sense no more. He just does what's in his heart. And I think that is what this is. But, what the fuck? But I will say this. I mean, one thing I am glad I respect the trailer for is not showing us everything. Because I still don't know. I don't, like, I don't know what this movie is about. I just know that they're I guess trying to record aliens and whatnot. So I'm kind of glad I'm kind of going into this movie blind. Now he'll say they might drop another trailer right before the release, but I'm 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 not feeling it. I'm I'm gonna see it because I'm still a huge Jordan fan. Jordan Poole fan. God damn it, Jordan Peele. <laughs> Jordan Peele fan. Watch it. Don't be aliens. It'd be some kind of government shit. You know he tries to be all deep and stuff. So I mean that would be consistent with the themes from the first two. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, what I love about Jordan Peele is that, like, he's like, I like the um hidden messages he has with um with with his movies. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the political, like, I like the politically correct and kind of woke mess, um, kind of woke themes that he keeps, and he keeps yeah. it, and he makes them, he makes them believable and kind and really scary, you know. So yeah. something like this, some because some obviously these are like aliens, but the first two movies, shit like that could actually happen. Now, yeah. now, um. 
I do like, and I also love the simplicity of all the titles, Get Out, Us, and then Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the simplicity of all the titles. So um, from what I see, based on the premise, it seems I'm, I'm speculating that um, um, basically it's about um, – Aliens, or it could be, it could maybe it could be a top secret government thing. They said it's from a cloud. So, yeah. I mean, like from what I from what I get at, like they're um, it seems like they they seem to be obsessed with horses. I guess because I mean, I saw a horse get flown into the air. I think they breed horses. I, I feel like yeah, they're horse breed. Yeah, yeah they're, they're horse breeders. I like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because, like I said, I already like crazy shit. So this looks like right up my alley. But uh, yeah. Can't wait to see Nope. It's coming out. It's coming out in my birthday month. July. I just morning. hope he is. Like I said, I hope he's not at that stage, which he may be, where he's getting his Drake on or his Beyonce on, where okay, I'm I'm in a cushiony place, so I don't have to put as much thought into my art as I once did. I hope there's really some secret dope ass meaning behind this craziness. And it's not just exactly what we see. Like, oh, it really is just, you know, a four different people trying to get an alien on film of over two hours. Okay. Well. Well, you know, that, that movie I'm looking forward to, but this show I'm not. This is our last thing for tonight. Then we're going to be out of here. But they released another Resident Evil trailer, and I'm going to just let y'all know what, what I think of it after this another trailer. They said the world would end in 2036, but they were wrong. The world ended a long time ago. Umbrella, a company besieged by scandal, is now trying to reinvent itself. The old Umbrella made mistakes. <laughs> the things we're working on today, they're gonna change the world. Where is drug contains the T-virus. The T-virus can make monsters. Billions will die. Everyone keep your mouth shut. I'm gonna just say this. This is not fucking Resident Evil. It, don't even look, it looks nothing like Resident Evil. It just looks like it really just looks like another like generic zombie movie. 28 days later. Like, the, here's the thing, man. The problem I have with these fucking movies, they keep taking liberties on this fucking property and i wouldn't mind the liberty if it was fucking executed properly first of all i still can't get over 
the fact that they race bended Albert Wesker, that that still amazes me. <laughs> and for one, Umbrella, I never remember them having a fucking teddy bear as a mascot. First of all, I don't understand. It's called Raccoon City. Why the fuck is there a teddy bear as a mascot? It's what? a raccoon as their mascot. Mm. And let's just talk about the monsters. Yes, there is some monster. They're they monsters in Resident Evil because they're cla- they're they're um described as bioweapons, not zombies. Mm. But in this, they just said we just gonna we like spiders, so we gonna throw spiders up in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally this trailer, they just said you know what, we'll just throw a bunch of monsters out there and just see like how people will respond to it. I mean, they just did not like. I could just tell this is a series. Yes, this is going to be a series well, on that. Like it, it, you could tell they didn't even put any effort into this. Like I just see, I just saw a bunch of screaming, a bunch of, <laughs> I just saw a bunch of people screaming and some monsters and like some shady rich people smiling and experimenting, and then you just see the black dude just looking all mysterious, mysterious, and then he just slaps somebody. <laughs> I mean that's it. Like I did not get anything from this trailer. I don't know what the fuck this this series is about. Like, I, so what I, I don't you, get it, man. What do you think, Courtney? Um, because we talked about this before on this show, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, like I said, then you never know. Um, maybe because it's a series and it's a chance to expand more than a two hour film, it might be entertaining. It might be more fleshed out. I think. I mean, I've, I'm not that attached to the game. I personally don't care about them changing the race. I think at least they are referring back to but, the source material. If only a little. They could have completely changed it and just they slapped did. the name. They did, And it though. might be for the best. Y'all haven't liked none of the stuff the franchise has been putting out as is. Why not change it up? Because I didn't like the Mila Jovovich movies because it had nothing to do with the fucking game. Then I didn't like the um, Welcome to Raccoon City because it tried to cram in two games into one fucking movie. So they're just going back to, oh, we're just going to make... If this was just a regular zombie uh, zombie show, I'd be cool with it because it doesn't have the Resident Evil name attached to it. Mm-hmm. Be- but since I'm a fan of these fucking games, none of this appeals to me. Like... This looks very first of all, the shit looked cheap. The shit looks cheap. The zombie the zombie effects look cheap and the CGI monster looks cheap. And I already know they're gonna try to throw a bunch of fucking Easter eggs in there to make us happy, which is gonna make me more pissed. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to this, but y'all know our new slogan. I waste some time and money so y'all don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> and it might surprise you. Like I, I don't sometimes you just gotta evolve with it, you know. Just I don't. The only thing that would surprise Jason is if, if um this one is worse than all the other stuff that before it. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Like <laughs> it can't be no worse than that movie we saw. Uh, it, it, they're looking like it's on it's on track for it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because that, that's the problem with Netflix. Netflix think they can get it by with just they name and having the rights to a property. They think they can get by. And no, y'all can't get by because y'all done put out some trash too. But what if they did well, do the research? They won't try to make. It. <laughs> I, I just give it a chance. I feel like I feel like even if it is good, y'all little gatekeepers are not gonna no. give it. His y'all not gonna give it. It's just due because it's he's not white and it's not like the game. And so fucking what the franchise as is, it sounds like y'all are not pleased with it. I know that movie we saw was garbage juice. 
if they want to take it and flip it on his ass, as long as it's better, go with it. Okay, I got a question for you, Robbie. Now, if you're for like, for a comic book, right? For a comic book, right? You know, you see a Spider-Man film, right? Now, how pissed would you be if they made Spider-Man a pizza a pizza boy deliverer? Who is a CEO of a company and has the powers of Superman and it does not have the powers of Spider-Man? How mad would you be if you waste the money to see that shit? I mean, first, first, the starters, uh, like his name is Spider-Man, and for him to have the power of Superman, he's not even nothing like a spider. The CEO of what, what a, did you say a pizza company? Yes, man. It, it, basically, <laughs> you were straying away from the source material. So, what's the point of using the source material if you're not going to fucking use it? Like, like that's like me buying. That's like me buying a drink and not fucking drinking it. What? Like, like it yes, makes, that's what he said. That's his point. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no fucking sense. Why would you buy a property? And then use the prop, and then use the property, but not use the source material that comes with the property. What was the point of that you might as well just make your own fucking move? I think they wanted to modernize the old ass source material. Then the first game come out like '98. You can still modernize it, but you can have it make sense to the continuity. Well, let's just watch it. Let's just watch it. Like I said, I'm going to fucking watch it because but you're not even giving it a chance. No, because first of all, I done told people. Uh oh, I done told people. <laughs> I am like a battered housewife. They keep on abusing me, but I said, no, nah, he'll do better the next time. He'll he he'll learn. He'll make it right, right? Ten years later, they still ain't this shit. And my dumb ass still with them. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not I don't have no faith in this. I I I just don't. But like I said, I waste my time and money, so y'all don't have to. So I'm gonna have to watch it. At least, look, at least it's on Netflix. That's not like a movie in the theater that you had to pay for. Oh, they can go to hell, man. Right? At least it's not on no two dollar, you know, no I mean, two beers. I'm still, like, I mean, I'm still paying twenty dollars. Netflix for, got a budget. I'm, I'm, pay, I'm paying twenty dollars for Netflix still, so I'm, I'm still paying to see the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like you're paying it like, um, like. Like per movie or anything like that. It's so. it's, it's, it's just I'm still paying to see the to see the bullshit. I think it's gonna be from the perspective of those two little black girls. But those aren't even people in the game, man. It's a new day. No, if you're gonna do a video, that's why fucking World of Warcraft failed. That's why um Ratchet and Clank failed. That's why these video game movies fail because you're not you're taking liberties with these fucking properties. Make your own shit, Hollywood. Stop, stop doing. Good. Stop doing. The best, the best video game movie. The best video game movie we've had. The best movie of uh, video game. The movie adaptation of a video game we've had was Sonic the Hedgehog. But yeah, but <laughs> but in, in, but it falls short too. But in closing, I'm fucking done with Resident Evil. I I love the games, but I don't. If I was not doing this podcast, I would not be seeing these fucking movies. <laughs> well, luckily, Resident Evil is a show. Oh, but even the TV little series they had on Netflix—it it, it's just it's just cut scenes in in a movie. That's all the the animated movies are. But yeah, man, I'm not looking forward to this. But hey, I waste my money, so I waste my money and time, so y'all don't have to. But that. <laughs> 
But that wraps up another fun um, episode of the Brandon Popcorn Podcast. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I guess them T-Rexes ate my internet for a second. Damn. Uh, <laughs> but y'all know where to find me. Y'all can find me on Facebook at BrainThePopcorn.com or Instagram at BrainThePopcorn.com. Don't look me up on TikTok because ain't no videos there yet, but we working on it. Miss Courtney, where can they find you at? Uh, yes, you can find me at www.courtneylyricpresents.com. Also on YouTube at Courtney Lyric Presents. And I actually do have videos on TikTok, so you can find me there at Courtney Lyric Presents as well. And Rob, where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram at Bobby underscore media, and you can find me on YouTube at Ambitious um, at Ambitious Films. I'm the one wearing the um, the African shirt. Hope's going to be mad at me for calling it a dashiki. That's just a brand, so it's not a dashiki. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so it's an African, it's an African shirt um, um, that I'm wearing. I'm in, the, I'm in the, ba- I'm in the backyard with the fence. So with some, with the dreads, even though they're longer now. So, and you can find me on Facebook at Robbie Abert, and it's spelled H E B E R T, not H E R. Thank you. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. Well, that's been another fun episode. Um, but, um, I'll be out of town next weekend but if i make it back in time i'm gonna try and give give y'all a show for mr buzz Lightyear out there but just remember y'all when you always come to these reviews just remember to always bring the popcorn all right y'all we out Peace.